0: This is the four-man rush. Hello, Panther fans, and welcome to another podcast of the four-man rush. I'm your host, Timmy B.O., here with the four gentlemen, Larry, Kevin, Will, and Kenny G. And um, unless you've been living under the rock in the past past six hours... um, uh, we we've had a changing changing of the guard, so to say, um, and we're going to talk about that for pretty much the most part. Um, we've we've lost uh, an integral part of the Panther franchise in Ron Rivera. Say what you want about this gentleman, folks, but you know, winning his football coach in franchise history got us the only the the, the second coach to get us to a Super Bowl. Um, but I, I believe the winning is in terms of the NFC South division opponents I think he's he's the winningest in franchise. Israel could be wrong about that you got know, to check that stats but th- this man was well well respected well loved Temper Temper was hate, you know hating to, to do this but you know it is it, time it's time um I know we talked about the potential of this happening over the past couple of weeks and um, unfortunately it came it came true so um, we're gonna talk about that and give this man some respect that he's well deserved. Um, and we'll t- we'll talk briefly about the um the damn dirty birds we're we'll gonna be playing again in hot A- Hotlanta. Um I believe the majority of the four man rush is gonna be ja- gonna be down there, so uh check check your live feed on Facebook for that. Um and uh, you know. Hopefully we are not gonna show anything embarrassing. <laughs> Having too much fun down there tonight. Um but anyway, and let's get to it. Um and uh, we'll uh we'll talk about Rivera. We knew what happened last game. We might we might touch on the last game. We might not. Um quite frankly, I don't think it's worth it. But anyway, um Kevin, let's start with you, man. Um if you want to talk about the Redskins, that's fine. Um I I, I say F it, but you know, I'm am still I'm still better, bro. <laughs> that's just me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, would well, you not the only one better
1: from reading the reports? From what Mr. Tupper said today in his decision, the Redskins game was pretty much the final nail in the coffin for him. Um, he pretty much was tired of sleepless nights and shitty mood during the day. So, you know, it wasn't the only factor, but it definitely was the, uh, as they say, the coup de grace. So, yeah. So that's pretty much as much as I'm going to say about the, the uh, game against the Redskins. That was the one that... Uh, Finally, made Temper decide to move on from Ron Rivera. So, yeah. but uh, but yeah, as far as Ron Rivera, I'm I'm a huge fan of his. Always have been, even before uh, he became a Panthers head coach. When he was a, uh, you know, coaching for, for the Philadelphia Eagles under Jim Johnson, defense coordinator with the Bears during their 2006 Super Bowl season. When he was out as the defense coordinator in San Diego when Noel Turner was the coach. Um, stand up guy, class acting community, him and his family definitely helped, um, impact the community in so many various ways. So for me, I'm mixed emotions about it because of my personal attachment. I mean, I'm a fan and I'm, I'm human and I got feelings. So, you know, I was one of the ones I think I said last week that I hope he gets one more year. Based on you know if a healthy Cam Newton comes back, but I also said that whatever Mr. Tupper decides, I'm a roll with. I'm on Team Tupper, and Tupper we trust, so that's where it's gonna go for me. But just overall, man, I mean, Ron Rivera was was someone that we saw develop from a coordinator into a coach. It was frustrating the first couple of years in 2011 and 2012. uh, of the 19 losses that we had, because we were six and ten in twenty eleven and seven and nine in twenty twelve, of those nineteen losses, sixteen of those losses were by seven points or less.
0: God, God.
1: And that was because of his conservative nature. Right. Uh, as far as coaching, not taking any risks, uh, relying way too heavily on the defense to try to get the ball back when versus, you know, going for that extra yard or two. So you know, it took that to develop the riverboat Ron, you know, personality that came out after the one and three start in twenty thirteen. Mm-hmm. Definitely gave us a lot of fun times that year. That was the uh, year we led the league in sacks, sixty sacks. Had that nice eight game winning streak. Yeah. I mean, hey, you know, it was yeah. it was fun. You know what I'm saying? And, yeah. Uh, but. All things must come to an end at the end of the day. Nine seasons, only three other winning seasons. And I don't care how many people out there want to count 2014 as a quote-unquote winning season coming to the playoffs. Seven wins, eight losses, and one tie in the regular season is not a winning season. We just happen to be the shit stain with the, with the least amount of shit on it <laughs> in the division that year. So, you know, that's just how that goes. But yeah, yeah. it's a business This franchise has never had back-to-back seasons. Mr. Tepper took over, and he said it's three things that's important to him, winning, winning, and winning. Rivera's resume wasn't trending in that direction, so Mr. Tepper had to make a move. As a fan, I'm hurting right now a little bit because I love Rivera, and I wish him the best, him and his family, wherever he goes, and I think he'll do well at his next stop. But I'm all excited, looking forward to what this new book, because this is not even a chapter no more. This is a new book. That Mister is about to write, so I'm looking forward to seeing where
0: it goes. Absolutely, man. Absolutely, uh, Larry. Before you get out of get out of range, man. Do you have anything to add, please?
2: Uh, I'm a big Ron Rivera fan. Always have been. Even when we started off one and three, I was one of those people that was rooting to give him a chance because I believe in continuity. You know, I don't believe in just coaching turnover. So I was always behind him. But at the end of the day, when you've been living in mediocrity for so long, you kind of demand the change. That's why I'm really not as hurt as a lot of Ron Rivera fans would be. It's kind of like that, that toxic relationship that you've been in. You know, you're in love with a girl, been in love with a girl, but it's just not working out. So you got to walk away. Mm. And usually when you do things like walk away, you know, things tend to be brighter on the other side. So that's just where I'm at with this, this long relationship we've had with Ron Rivera. It's been a long nine years. I have no doubts that if he wants to continue coaching, he can because I think he's one of the best in the business. Also, you know, he got a new deal, so he's still going to be getting some money coming in that bank account. <laughs> so I don't think it's going to be as painful for him as what most people are thinking. I just think it's one of those situations where it's going to work out for all parties involved. And moving forward, I just want to make sure that whoever the new coach is going to be, it has to be an upgrade. I don't want to – Yeah. I believe in taking calculated risks. But at the same time, I don't want to find myself like the New York Jets or the Tampa Bay Bucks, just recycling coaches every two years because there's no way to win that way. So I think we lost a really good coach. And I feel like he's going to do well. And honestly, the time off for him is probably what he needed because at times – in the last three or four years, it just seemed like he was fatigued. You know, he dealt with a lot. Ownership turnover. Uh, no stability with your quarterback because he keeps getting hurt. Mm-hmm. You got to answer for questions where it's really not on you as the GM. He's been through two GM changes since he's been a coach. It's not easy to get through. So True. I know he's fatigued. I know he'll get some rest. And hopefully he can come back stronger and better than ever. I wish him nothing but the best going forward.
3: Right on. Kenneth. Yeah, change is inevitable, Tim. You know, I mean, it's, it's, just, it's just something that was going to happen sooner or later. You know, did we think it was going to happen this soon? I don't think we did. I, I knew uh, that. And I said last week, you know, this is a, a game that you had to win. Yeah. You had to win this game. You're going. And I, I got to speak on the Washington game because that's a part of it. It's a part of the situation. Yeah, you're you're on going it, against a 2 and 9 team. Mm-hmm. Not a very good team. Granted, we're not a good team either. Mm-hmm. But you were on a three-game losing streak at that point, and this was a game that you, hey, if you win it, you're still in the playoff chase. Yeah, you, you're still in it. So as when I was, I was reading something earlier where Temper said that you know, hey, he, he he thought about firing him a few weeks ago against the Atlanta game. That was almost it for him. Wow, where he could sleep. So I mean, that's wow, that's something to think about right there. But you know, this is a uh, Ron Rivera. I love the guy. You know. Um, He's done a lot of good for us. He was 76, 63, and one over 140 games. Uh he's done a lot of great things. And over the and he's no bum because over the last 30 years, he's the only coach out of four other coaches to have multiple head coaching of the year. Uh one yeah, head coach of the year. Mm. The other ones are Bill Belichick, Bruce Arians, and Dan Reeves. So Wow. I mean, it's like I say, a good guy, man. I, I hate this for him. Um, I've been very critical of him over the years. You know, I just it's like, okay, man, it's time to move on. I think his message is getting stale in the locker room. Mm-hmm. But on that game on Sunday, that was really the first time in a long time that I just saw the team give up on him. They, yeah. they gave up on him. At, just You know, you you see the running is a, a team that's 27th in the league in rushing, and they come in and they have over 200 yards. You have Adrian Peterson. <laughs> Looks like he's look like 2012 all over again. <laughs> I hate to talk down on him at this point, but I just want the fans – out there to see, you know, okay, this is what Tepper was thinking. You know, this is a guy that just spent over $2 billion on this team. Mm-hmm. And for, he gave him a chance because he's been 12 and 16 over the past two seasons. That's what Tepper was looking at. So it's not necessarily the whole body of work, which the whole body of work, it does look decent, but you got to look at what he was here, what he saw for himself up close and personal. Mm-hmm. He saw a 12 and 16 team. You knowing uh, that this is a big investment for him. This isn't just, you know, a, a new car for him. You know, this is a franchise that he wants to be here for many years to come. Mm-hmm. And he's been patient with them. He gave them time. He could have gotten rid of him last year if he wanted to and brought and bringing his new guys, but he figured he'd give the guy a chance and it didn't turn out the way that he wanted to. Mm-hmm. And I think that temper, he sent a clear message in Carolina today, man, you know, he's tired of mediocrity. He's tired of it, man. He knows the history of the team. You know, he's, He's not impressed with it. So he he really wants to, you know, you got to realize he came from a winning culture in mm-hmm. Pittsburgh. Mm-hmm. You know, they, they'd have six championships. That's what he's used to. Yeah. Now, is it to say that, you know, we're, we're going to get to that point anytime soon? Probably not. But at the same time, you know, when you, you haven't had a back to back winning season ever. And you just lost four games straight and your last loss was to a two to nine team, a terrible team. They didn't just that don't don't look at that final score and just say, oh man, this it was 29-21. They kicked our ass, man. Yeah. Real talk. So don't 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 just look at that, oh, it's just by eight points. You know, they kicked our ass. <laughs> that was a butt whooping. I was embarrassed. Mm. That was probably the most embarrassed that I've been in, in a while. I mean, I know the Falcons, that that was a bad loss, but that they had bad. just a two and nine team, though. Another one in Washington, just to lose that way. Man. And, and like I said, there were just times where everybody was just standing around just looking. Yeah, man and when it gets to that point, you, you gotta you gotta make some type of change. And you know, it's just the game this weekend going into Atlanta. Do I do I think we're gonna win? I, I'm not hundred percent positive on that. But I do think that these changes is gonna fire these players up just a little bit. Yeah. You know, this is this is our parting gift to Ron Revere. You know, okay, you know, he's gone now, but man, let, let's get this for him, man. Yeah. Now we know he's watching and you know, you, you gotta rile him up somehow. So at the end of the day, I think, you know, he had a lot of good years in Carolina. He's he's done some great things for us. I'm proud to call him coach over the years. And wherever he does go next, he's going, he's going to do a good job. And he's going to resurrect the franchise. There's a lot of teams that could use a Ron Rivera right now. Yep. You got the Browns. Oh, boy. <laughs> you, you, you got several teams that could use his services. So hey. I wish him the best of luck. And um, I, I know he's going to do great, man. But like I said, change is inevitable, man. We knew it was going to happen. We just didn't know when. I thought it was going to happen in the offseason. But, yeah. Yeah. hey, you know, you like you have an owner that's not playing games right now, man. He's serious, and he wants to build a winning culture. And sometimes in order to get to that point, you got to make the hard decisions as a leader. Any leader knows that. Right. You're a leader, Tim. You, you own your own businesses. And I'm sure at times you had to make those tough decisions. That's it, man. Yeah, I, I, heard, I think I heard someone say in the press conference today or the, the conference the interview, you know, Tepper had a little tear in his eye. Yeah. So it's obvious that he's come to, you know, really respect Ron Rivera as not just a coach but a man. You no, know, so you you got to look at it from that aspect as well because this is a person that's done well in the community. He's done a lot of great things. So mm-hmm. it's not just a coach, and I, I respect Ron, Ron Rivera as a man just as much as a coach. Amen. You know, you just, sometimes you you look at people and you see that okay, it, they're they're a genuine person. This isn't just an act that they're putting on, and that's what I'm going to miss about him the most. This is him being so personable. No. But at the end of the day, personable, that doesn't win games. <laughs> nah, man. And they didn't win games. They mm. didn't win games. So I'll say it once again. The past two seasons, 12 and 16. That's not good. That's not good, man. So mm. we got to be better than that. And I was a fan before Ron Rivera. I'll be a fan after him. I'm Team Tepper right now, just like Kevin said. And, you know, I, hey, if it takes two or three more years to, to write this shit, then I, I'm cool with that. I'm Okay. But, we, hey, you know, I'd, I'd rather do that than just, you know, stay in mediocrity forever. <laughs> right. that's, that's where I'm at with it for right now.
0: Thank yeah, man. Real talk. Mr. Will.
4: You know, I just think I'm happy. You know, this is the, probably the best run we've had in franchise history. So I'm just appreciative of all Ron Rivera was able to do. I look at where we were as a franchise when he first arrived here. We were 2-14. Oh, yeah. Terrible organization. <laughs> Cap hell. A lot of bad contracts. You know he drafts Cam Newton wasn't a but that's kind of overshadows a pretty bad 2011 draft, actually. yeah. So I mean, we just had problems building a team you know fielding a you know formidable team, but every year with Ron, we just continued to see improvement. 2011, we jumped up to six games, We're up to seven games. We win our first you know division title in however many years, I think since 2008 mm-hmm. and 2013 then you know 2014 we take another step forward when our first playoff game and how i mean how many years was had it been since we won a playoff Bro, game man. at that point and then 15 and 1 i just think you know 2015 we reached our peak had the best season in franchise history yeah and i mean that's probably the most memorable season you know we've ever had and sure. that was probably the most fun it's ever been to be a panthers fan that year hey, man. i mean you just saw the team clicking on all cylinders everything come together we you know we saw everybody's vision cam was playing the best football of his career you know i mean it was just a good time to be a panther fan that year but it happens i mean nine year coaching 10 years aren't very common in the nfl so he probably outlasted you know a lot of other coaches out there so you know it just happens you peak. you know you take a few steps backwards see if you can revive it and you don't so you know i'm not gonna say anything negative about ron i respect him as a man respect him as a coach tepper did what he did I just really don't have much to say on it. I mean, mm. it's a business of winning and success, and we just haven't been a successful team over the past couple of years. So I wish them the best and we'll see what the future beholds for this team. Mm.
0: Hey Kevin, if you could if you can name one thing that you think costs Ron Rivera the locker room. Not games, but the locker room. What do you think that would be?
1: Hmm, cost in the locker room. You know, under Ron Rivera. You know, guys. You know, I think we can all agree we started being known around the league as having one of the best uh, locker room cultures around. Right. So for me, this is kind of a tough one to try to think of something that may have cost in the locker room. But if I was to take a calculated guess, just based on you know my knowledge and things that's been seen and heard, I. Yeah, it's tough. I mean, my thing is this, I just think that we had a lot of players on a one year contract that were quote unquote stepping out of their out of the team scheme to try to elevate their individual stats.
0: Mm.
1: And I think that was one of the things that that led to all of a sudden our team just being so so poor defensively, particularly against the run. I mean, it's crazy to think we're near dead last in run defense, but we're leading the league in sacks. <laughs> you I mean, know, it's just like wow, what a total opposite. When what the you know when last year I think we were, you know, we was we was decent against the run, but we was like dead last nearly in sacks as well. So, I mean, it's. I think it was just I just think that was if anything, the veterans were. I guess not held accountable per se that were, I guess, playing in that last year. Um, you know, P- P- Rivera let players be themselves. You know, we, we all saw how, you know, he would uh mm-hmm. have t-shirts made, you know, based on things going, particularly with Cam, and, uh, you know, slogans or sayings. I mean, he seemed to really be a, uh, mm-hmm. a player's coach. Mm-hmm. So uh, for me, that's the only thing that I can think of right now, to top of my head about the uh, about the locker room in Rivera, because for a large part of the time while he's been here, it's pretty much been a great locker room culture.
0: Yeah, he, he's always had a locker room a lot, man. It's, uh, the the reason I asked that question is because like like like, uh, like like Kenneth alluded to, it seemed like the guys just gave up out there um, against Washington. It's, uh, I don't, I'm not saying not saying necessarily that. "Quote unquote effort wasn't there, but you, you you could see it. Just they just weren't. I don't know, man. It's just like 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 you said, Kevin. Like, they, it looks like they weren't holding each other accountable. And I, granted, we couldn't be on the sideline you know, and know and, and you know listen to the discussion between the uh, position coaches and whatnot. But it the you could, the energy on the field was just different for some reason. You know, when you I watch
4: a the lot film, of that. it's the um okay. you watch the film. I think it's the effort's there. I mean, I didn't really see guys quitting on plays. I mean, they're chasing ball carriers down. They're trying They're trying to do it. But I think a lot of it's scheme-related. Mm-hmm. I mean, when you're getting consistently pushed around by bigger offensive linemen, Luke and Shaq are getting offensive guards pushed on them. I mean, it's just not—it wears on you. I mean, it's mm-hmm. tired. It's hard consistently fighting 300-pound men off you True. all game long like that. So I think it's more about they're not really in a, the new scheme has been difficult on everybody. Yeah. You have a lot of guys that are used to being 4-3 players. They're undersized, you know, used to being pass rushers, and they're now asked to eat blocks and play the run. So they're just getting pushed off the ball. I mean, they're trying. They're coming off the ball hard, trying yeah. to do the best they can. Right. You know, Ron's doing everything he could. He's calling run blitzes. He's calling stunts, trying to have guys shoot gaps to try to make things happen. But When you do that, you know, it's like a pass blitz. You risk other things happening and big holes open up. Guys cut back and they make big plays. So I just think, I don't really think it's a locker room issue or effort thing. I just think, no, he just tried everything he could do. The personnel just wasn't there to do what he wanted to do. I mean, he took over the defense last year. We just were unable to get a pass rush. So we had one year to implement a new scheme. He got smaller and faster. And when you do that, you just sacrifice run defense. So I just think, like I said earlier today, it was funny because in the chat I had mentioned, I, looked, I was watching the film. And I'm like, you know what, I just think it's a white flag type situation. The guys are giving their all, doing what they can. Coaches are trying to, you know, scheme around it, make calls to try to adjust and compensate for the deficiencies, but nothing's working. And I just think that's probably why Tepper ultimately went in this direction because everything Ron was trying to do, no matter how hard the guys were fighting, it just wasn't working and they weren't getting it done. So I mean, I don't think it's a issue of guys quitting on their coach. I mean, you ask, you look at Twitter; the guys love Ron Rivera. He's getting oh, the sure. highest praise from everybody. But sometimes you just it just runs its course, and it's time for a new change of scenery for both sides.
0: Yeah. Kenneth, you everything to say?
3: Man, yeah. I mean, uh, you guys all make great points, but you know, sometimes you know a, a message just gets stale after after a while. You know, it's... That, that, that's really all it is. You know, it, it gets stale. You know, he, he's a great coach. He's a great motivator. The, the players do love him, but let's not get that twisted at all. But after a while, I think a message does get stale. And I, I think he's tired, man. You know, he, he might be, you know, just not saying that he wanted to get fired, but mm-hmm. you know, now that he is, you know, Hey, you know, it's, it's time to relax a little bit and, you know, just, uh, Hey, maybe go on to another situation because sometimes, you know, you just need a, a breath of fresh air, you know, a new city, a new situation. And I think that'll be good for him. But, you know, I I just think it's a stale message. You know, we've seen it happen to the best of them. You know, John Fox. You know, people may talk all they want about him, but he went off to Chicago, did pretty good for a little while, went to Denver, did pretty good for a little while too. So, now, it wasn't that John Fox was a bad coach. It was just his message after a while got stale. Mm -hmm. And, you know, some of the players just aren't going to listen. And then, at the same time, you know, you have some of these players that that come from a losing culture. You know, they're not really used to winning. So, when you get punched in the mouth, You, you in the, your, your back is against the wall. You don't really know how to react mm. like a champion. So some people can take that how they want to take it, but that's that's kind of what I see from it. And I've heard a few of you say it as well. Just, you know, some of these players, they don't come from winning franchises. They just got to call it for what it is. Mm. So, mm. you know, offseason, that's going to be addressed, I'm pretty sure. But, you know, I got to put it all out there at this point. You know, I, I can't hold any punches with it. We're out of, we're out of the playoffs now. So we can we, just really... Be real with one another, keep it 100. But, you no, know, we 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 got to build a winning culture around here. And, you know, and if you don't fit the bill for that, then you got to go. It is what it is. Mm-hmm. And I don't think everybody's going to be fit to be here next year or the year after that. So mm-hmm. a lot of tough decisions are going to have to be made. But, you know, when you got the playoffs on the line, I got to reiterate this one more time. The playoffs are on the line and you get that type of effort at home. When you haven't protected your house all year, that's the type of effort that you get. Get the hell off our team, and that's what it is. <laughs> can yeah, we, yeah, I'm I, hundred. I, I G, yeah, yes, I just got to keep it real at this point, man. I, I love my team, I and you, I want to see them win. And yeah, I know man. the fans are tied to this. Yeah, man. I know that. Yeah, but when you have, when you're in that situation, you got these all these fans like Kevin and others that go to these games every week, every all these home games. Mm-hmm. They spend their harder on money, and that's the type of effort that you get. That's not fair, man. That's right. That's not fair. That's not fair to temper that took this team over. Mm-hmm. No, over $2 billion. That's not what he spent his money on. It, that's not what he did. So this is just gonna be a it's a walk in the park with some ice cream and some popcorn. Shit. You're gonna have to put that work in. And uh, you know, I think we will get to that point, but I'm still disgusted by that last that last uh, loss, man. I, I yeah, really that am. Was... That's that's just gonna haunt me for a little while, like right there.
0: Shot on.
3: I, I did that. I, I have to apologize to the fans out there that are listening, man. I called a blowout victory. So I'm, I'm going to stand on that as a man. I called a blowout victory 38 to 10. Yep. I apologize for getting all hyped up about that. <laughs> and that's the type of effort that y'all team gave y'all. I apologize, man. I mean, but that, be- I, I expected I expected more. I really did. And yeah. maybe I did over, I, I kind of put those expectations a little high. Maybe I did. I
0: don't know, when man. Got,
3: when, when Cam got hurt, I, I, I got to keep it real again. Maybe uh, we did. I don't maybe, know. you know, with Cam, Kyle Allen, you know, maybe I put a little bit too pressure. Too much pressure on
0: him. I don't think so. Uh, it'd be different if Kyle came into the game in Arizona and we just
3: got blown out thirty-eight nothing. The dude balled. I mean, that's, he did. That's, he, that's, he did. A leg- he, a leg- he, he, he did ball, but maybe in the grand scheme of things, maybe I got a little too excited about that. I see, okay, wow, this guy. This guy came out. He threw yeah. multiple touchdowns and he had a great game. Yeah. Maybe I put the hopes up for him a little too high. Maybe, maybe yeah, that was my fault. That's on me. And a, and a few others as well. You know, some of the fans, they got a little too excited about that yeah, when he did. is what he is. And I'm not doubting anyone because I've already said what I think Kyle is, Kyle Allen. And that's no disrespect to him. I think he's a good guy. He's a good quarterback. But I think his ceiling is a backup mm-hmm. quarterback at this point. That's, that's what he is. Mm-hmm. He did what he had to do. He stepped up to the plate. And he did, he did pretty good. Yeah. But I think that's his ceiling. And maybe I put too much pressure on him in my mind, okay, he's going to lead us to the playoffs and he's going to make some things happen in the playoffs when that wasn't really a realistic expectation in the first place. That was never going to happen. And Will has said that too. You know, hey, maybe maybe we put too much pressure on him, man. I know Cam, I expected him to win, what, eight games this season? Mm -hmm. They expected him to win eight games, Mm -hmm. so. What'd you think Cal Allen was going to do? <laughs> so, I mean, <laughs> and I know that kind of came off as a little disrespectful right there. Uh, Don't disrespect real. him, but maybe I did put too much on him. That's real. And I apologize. I apologize for that, man. It's all good. Maybe man. I did, man. But that, that's a learning experience for me, not to get a little too excited, watch it all play out. And I know that's what Lawrence did. He, he, he'll talk about that whenever, you know, he's ready to, but mm-hmm. he really didn't buy into that from the beginning. And I'll let him talk about that, but mm-hmm. I think maybe I should have maybe thought the same thing. Hey, you know, just just do it game by game. That's what this is. That's, and I hate I, I hate to kind of go off on a, a tangent right now, but oh, <laughs> I, I just had to release that right there. Let that out.
0: <laughs> it, it was. It was. I dope. mean, you
3: know, one thing I do respect about Ron
4: Rivera, though, and a lot of players will attest to that, is he stands up for his players and all of his press conferences. Absolutely. I remember in two thousand. 17, we had probably the worst receiving core ever assembled. They called him the (laughs) law firm. Ron Rivera showed up to the press conference with the Shepard Clay Burson uh, law firm t-shirt on. So he's supporting these guys. And I think that's the sign of a good leader. You know, you're supporting your guys through the thick and thin. You know, backing them. When the fans and the media try to go after them and drag them down, he stands up for them. I think that's what they want as a players coach. And I think that's why he's so respected across the league and why Tepper's always, you know, why Tepper teared up when he tried to fire him because he said he's just a good man, one of the best men he's ever met. And I think that's gonna be something that's gonna be hard to replace. You know, a lot of coaches out there, they're not good leaders of men. They don't relate to the players very well. I know Jason Garrett's been criticized for that, uh, as well, that he just can't relate to the players. So I mean it's gonna be a tough replacing what Rivera brought to the table. But like most people said, you know, it's we've come to that point where we just peaked as an organization and it's time to move on. But, you know, I think that all good things come to an end. I think I'm just, you know, content with it now. I understand what happened. and you know, it just happens. You know, it's just been a solid nine-year run. Let's get ready for the next chapter. You know, and for me, you
1: know, just to add on what y'all saying, when I'm looking back, you know, over the last two years, that's really... You know, the records don't reflect you know, how much just listening to y'all talk, I'm looking at about in the last two years, twelve plays where we could easily <laughs> be looking at back to back twelve win seasons. Yeah. And and that's that's not exactly this year alone, right now, four yard four yards is what's keeping us from being nine and three right now. Mm in spite of all the run defense, damn it, I mean, leaking and the turnovers, the fumbles, all that, it, it came down in four separate games, one yard keeping us from winning the game. And when, he, when, when Rivera always used to say, football is a, a game of interest, and it comes down to just four or five plays a game, that's literally all that's keeping us from talking. We're not talking about, uh, you know, we getting our backs blown out by 17 points or more these last couple of years. I mean, we're we're, we're literally talking about <laughs> what's that? Let's see, what, four yards? That's what, three feet, so 36 inches. So what, 144 inches? I'm being a nerd right now with the math, but 144 inches is kept us from getting four additional wins and making us a nine and three team and right up in the mix for, you know, uh, fighting for a uh, top seed in the in the playoffs. It's just crazy that that you know it came down to that. But you know when you reflect back on our twenty fifteen season, you know we was winning all those games like that. Yeah, we was throwing up a lot of points and things like that. But we had several games where we uh, well, we had to pull it out at, at uh, in the last in the last couple of minutes too. So um, yeah, it's it's just it's just crazy that. Uh, that's I guess that's why my mixed feelings are in because I know so many games we were just a play, a yard, yeah. a first down, just just something small. Like this this hasn't been like ass whoopings we've we've gotten and yeah. the losses over the last two years. But at the end of the day, a W is a W, a L is a L. Mm-hmm. I get that. So um it's just crazy
4: that <laughs> four yards is what's keeping us from being nine and three right now. But I think that's a testament to Rivera as well. It just shows you that the team never quit on him and they fight down to the very end. You know, even you see floods of fans walking out of the stadium the other day. You know, they fought to the end, got the onside kick and came up once again a yard short. Yeah. I just think that's further proof that, you know, they fought for this coach. You know, it just, just things happen. Things don't always go your way. You know, you just take it on the chin and you move on. You know, everybody's going to be all right. Rivera will get through. Rest of his paycheck will go on and coach another team and we'll start our rebuilding process and see what happens. But I think as far as the close games go, Tepper made a good point in his press conference. He said the Falcons game left him with a bad taste in his mouth because you're losing to a bad two and nine team. The Saints game, he said, was a very good effort against a great team. So he's saying he likes that because it showed that the team's competing hard. So he thought about, you know, that went in Rivera's favor. But yeah. to come back after a performance like that again against the Redskins like that you know just Ah. that was kind of the last straw so you know it is what it is man you know I think at this stage not gonna kick a man while he's down let's just appreciate what he's done for this organization and move on time to start the new chapter yeah
0: an era that produced franchise records man I mean that's 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 the bottom line the man the man came and he put us in position to to win a Super Bowl and um, I'm not going to get into all that, and I'm not I'm not one of those people who, who harps on the fumble because there was four quarters to be played. So, but yeah, we yeah, Ron Rivera will, will go down as one of the greatest coaches of this franchise. Peace oh, definitely.
1: Down. Just one last thing, Tim. I mean, yeah. you were talking about the um, Super Bowl season as a fan till I'm in my grave. I'm going to always remember how much fun I had as a fan. In 2015, bro,
0: Damn. I mean, I mean, we
1: got 90-year-old Betty White doing a dab. You know, we got old, elderly, don't take offense, people. We have elderly white women dabbing because of, you know, because of the team, man. And I, I, I'm, man. i hey, man, I, bro, the city, I was living in Charlotte, the, the, the electricity and the feeling that city had for that mm. season, man, was something I never felt. Mm. And I'll never forget, man. I mean, the pride, the passion, yeah. the energy. Yeah. I got to taste that, man. I, I we, I want to taste it again. But, you know, I know it didn't end the way we wanted to, man. But I, I have no regrets.
0: No.
1: Um, you know, you know, Tim, you, you met up with me for a couple yeah. of games that year, man. Yeah. I mean, we was... We was dabbing it up, yeah. and you know what I'm saying. It was special, Everything, man. man. So it was Hey, man, it was R- right. Rivera brought the year to da- help bring the year to dab in with us. Cause, like I said, he let Cam be Cam.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh, so hey, I, I'm I'm thankful for that. That that'll be one of my fondest memories of Rivera's the year to dab. Thank what about
4: 2013? So that front seven you built with Greg Hardy, Charles Johnson, Star, KK, and you mm. had Luke. And uh T D linebacker. Yeah, I mean, yeah. that defense was mean. Man.
0: I think they had 60 sacks. I was gonna that say year, they had the most and, sacks uh, in yeah.
4: franchise history, didn't they? I think. <laughs> yeah, man. But, yeah, 60 sacks
0: that year. Terrorizing people. Man, that was special. God, ah, man. Yeah, Rivera, Rivera put together some uh he put together some defensive fronts, man. It's uh well, you know, but as as you guys mentioned, man, you know, it's it's time to move on. And um we got Atlanta Sunday. What you guys gonna be doing down there, man? Who's gonna be down
4: there? Shit, bright and early. I fly in probably eight, fifteen AM. So oh. you know, we'll watch them college ball game Saturday afternoon. Got Clemson versus my UVA squad. Ooh. Watch them get drilled by Clemson, <laughs> <laughs> blown out. <laughs> you got the SEC championship and Sunday, you know, we'll get oh, a man. first look at Perry Fouelle, you know, and yeah. Scott Turner running the shows. So, I mean, damn, we got at least got me something to look forward to this week. You know, I think you know, we haven't gotten to that topic on potential replacements for Ron Rivera, but I think right. Perry Fouelle deserves a legitimate look. I mean, the guy has been waiting his turn for years and years. He Thank was one of the hottest candidates back in 2011, and was I think was actually the runner up. And we ended up hiring Rivera instead. Oh, for real? So. Yeah, so Barry yep. for when he went to the Giants as a defensive coordinator, won that Super Bowl. I think that was 2011. So I'm excited to see what he brings to the table. Tepper mentioned that, you know, he commands the room. Yeah. So, I mean, that's what you want to see from your head coach. And then you're going to have Scott Turner with his first opportunity to call plays. So maybe mm-hmm. he can be our own Sean McVay or our own undiscovered, you know, young, talented, innovative <laughs> offensive coach that Tepper wants to... Fine. So I mean, hey, man, it's football season. You know, I'm not, I'm not quitting yet. You no, know, man, I'm, I'm in good. this. You know, you I'm You to find something to look forward to. I'm gonna evaluate players, evaluate schemes, coaches, and I'm in this every step of the way. Because when we ultimately do get that ring, it'll be that much sweeter. You know, I, I guess
0: we'll learn more about because Tampa said he's looking for, you know, replacements immediately. But I, at the same time, I'm pretty sure that he's, he's got his eyes on Pharrell too. Because I mean, I, I didn't know he had that. Um, had that pedigree, uh, was I'm I'm assuming Herney was here when he was being interviewed with Ron, right? Yep. So okay, so he has he has some type of rapport. That's 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 interesting. I didn't know that. Right, that's why you listen to the 4 Man Rush people.
1: <laughs> yep. And um, I'm definitely gonna be down there in Atlanta as well. Um, yep. You know, I had I had a uh, had four had four vacation days left in this month and it's like use it or lose it so I said well give me Friday and Monday off so I'll uh I'll be heading down to Atlanta uh, early Friday afternoon get ahead of that that uh infamous Atlanta
0: afternoon traffic oh you don't want to party so, bro. oof
1: nah nah I've been in many times I, trust me I already know I got Atlanta, family there I, yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah if I ain't there by if I ain't there by one o'clock it's, it's, it's a wrap like that traffic at an early start yeah.
0: <laughs> you never lie but um
1: yeah, but um, definitely look forward to being there. Um, you know, Larry, he's he lives in Atlanta, so mm-hmm. you know it'll be a we'll be we'll be kicking it. You know, hopefully we'll um, we'll see uh, what what can shake loose and you know, like Will said, you know, catch some college football on Saturday and you know see what the city brings. Probably run into a few Falcon fans we kind of done bonded with over the years and you know talk some talk some shit with them and <laughs> right on. you know. You know, get them some hell, let them give us some hell and you know, we'll go from there. But uh yeah, four man rush is uh definitely meeting up in uh in Atlanta this weekend and looking forward to it. And God, if we do pull this off with an interim coach, mm. the petty that I shall release to them Falcon fiends. Now right now they got all the jokes and rightfully so. They they yeah. beat us seven of the last eight times, but uh yeah, but if this ever was a win one for the Gipper, mm. you know, type type game, you know, this one for Coach Rivera, you know, this uh this was be it because if I'm not mistaken, our best effort against the run came against Atlanta um a few weeks back. They had twenty eight carries for fifty two yards. Mm. Um, you know, but like I said, we just kept shooting ourselves in the foot and and giving them easy open field position and Things like that. So look forward to that. And um oh, I see uh, I see Larry done jumped us back in. So yeah. he could definitely uh, give us part about uh, this upcoming weekend as
0: well. Well Larry, welcome back. What's going on, man? So um you're gonna be in the old well you live in Atlanta, obviously. So um what's what's what you guys gonna be up to the, this weekend, man?
2: I hope to check out Cam's Cigar Lounge, take a ride over the fellowship. Right on. You know, see what I can do there, see what that what that vibe is looking like. Um just basically share an experience that with my brothers that I get to do all year long. I get to talk shit to Falcon fans <laughs> live and direct. Yeah. So, you know, all of this all of the tough guy stuff that they do on the internet, you know, it's I, I just can't wait for four man rush to see that that's not evident
0: mm. in real life.
2: Like they're not tough guys at all.
0: Mm. So and stereo, I'm excited stereo. about that.
2: Hopefully take a take a trip to the U bar. Maybe take a trip to Tavern. Maybe take a trip to Fifty Yard Line. It's a couple little spots I want to show everybody yeah, around. Yeah, that's what's up. I uh, hope you get to drink me a couple of IPAs and drink me a few shots of whiskey. To you know, I just want to drink this season away at this point.
0: <laughs> <laughs> There's you know, a tear I to, I in a my time. beer. I never actually got
2: to meet Will in person, so I'm excited for that.
0: Yeah, this hard. It's um, hard to get a hold of Will, man. <laughs> yeah, definitely excited for that, man You know, I also live in the strip
2: club capital of the world So if they want to do a little bit of that I got some spots we mm. take, can take a look at as well
0: Chocolate City, man
2: and, uh, Anybody in Panther Nation uh, interested in coming coming to Atlanta You know, these tickets are like, I think, 35 cents online So, you yeah. know, just take take a look <laughs> try, try to get out here if you can Atlanta's a beautiful place so I, I enjoy living here um, It's not as bad as people think because Atlanta actually is a terrible sports town. You know, they love their Braves. They love their Falcons. They love their Hawks. But uh, if you look at it, none of those teams win. So uh, most exciting thing that they got going on here is Atlanta United. They love they love the soccer team, but, oh, okay. you know, soccer is not the biggest sport in America yet. So, you know, mm. kick rocks.
4: <laughs> we played another yeah, Coach football. Perry got him, though. Coach Perry going to beat them, man. Watch. I believe in Perry. I think it's Team bro. Perry right now. Let's go. Let's go, P. Yeah.
0: Kenny G, what you... What but, you? Go ahead but since you he brought up
4: strippers, I, I, I'm i going to have
1: my $40 ready since we talking about strippers. You Uh-oh. know what I'm saying?
0: <laughs> 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 when, in, when in Rome?
1: <laughs> do I mean, what the Romans do? <laughs> yeah, something like that, yeah.
0: <laughs> in a, in a, you know I, I, I'm going to make it do what it do, baby. <laughs> Kenny G, man, what, you I don't think you're going to be able to make it, right?
3: Now, I'm not going to be able to make it this go around. You know, yeah. you definitely, you know, got some things going on. But from what Larry's saying, man, they, they're definitely going to have a good time. And I wish I was able to go there. I definitely have my $40, you know, right, right there on deck. But uh, I, I know those, those guys are going to have a good time. You know, Atlanta is a beautiful city. My sure sister is. lived there for one year, oh, okay. several years ago. And I went there every chance that I could get. So, I can only imagine what it's, the city's like now. Mm. Uh, some of the most beautiful women in the world that I've seen there. So mm. you you guys have some fun, man. And uh, I'm sure you'll have a lot of stories when you get back, oh, for Lord. sure.
0: <laughs> that might not be on the podcast, folks. Sorry. <laughs> Four Man Rush After Hours edition. Man, one of these days, yo. One of these days. Most of, most of the time, I get down to Atlanta and... Uh, you know, March when the, the voiceover conference is, but you know, I yeah, I won't be able to make it down there either. But Dag Nabbit, take some pictures, man. And uh, fans, if you listen to this, man, make sure you guys check out the uh, Four Man Rush Facebook. Um, I'm sure I'm sure Kevin, I have a live feed up with the fellas down there representing that Four Man Rush. Definitely get on that. Um, yeah. And, um, I think. Let's see, is there anything else you guys want to touch on? We'll have a lot more information uh, about this coaching the coaching carousel uh, probably next episode. I'm just, go ahead, Kevin. I'm sorry.
1: Yeah, well, I was thinking about uh, you know, Mr. Tepper had a one-on-one interview with uh, with Bill Voles of the uh, of the Panthers.com. Oh yeah. And you know he uh, he dropped a lot of you know he dropped a lot of information you know for us to kind of get some insight on uh, where where we go from here, and you know just just scanning over some of, the, um, some of the information. And like I said, you can go to the, the Carolina Panthers official website, panthers.com, and see the uh, six minute interview that uh, Mr. Tepper had with uh, Bill both. But basically, just looking over uh, just some of the highlights from it. Um, one of the reasons Mr. Tepper said he made the move now, said at the end of the season, is that he didn't want to put a team at a competitive disadvantage. Because, you know, the other teams are already starting to begin interviewing other potential head coaches, candidates. And he said he didn't want to conduct a search behind Ron Rivera's back. So that's why he wanted to, you know, he called Rivera up to the stadium and told him, sat down with him face to face and uh, let him made him known of his decision. So that's probably another reason why he was uh, teary eyed as well, because, you know, that's, that's got to be something hard to do for someone that you, you know, grown to care about. Um, let's see, another thing, just looking off the uh, looking off the Twitter feed here, um, AP writer for the Carolina Panthers, Steve Reed, just looking over his tweets right now, it says that Mr. Tepper wants a standard that would be built and sustained, he cautioned fans that might not happen next year, but he's in search of sustained excellence, he said that it won't be immediate gratification, it is a building process. So this is something there, the four-man rush, that we're going to have to constantly remind all of our fans that just because River was today, it doesn't mean whoever we get, we got to immediately expect, you know, a deep playoff run next year. It's not going to work that way. If it falls that way, it'll be a shock to us all. But basically, we just got to kind of keep reasonable expectations um, as far as, you know, from going from me personally, I got two to four-year rebuild time before I think we're a serious, you know, title contender again. But I'm definitely looking forward to Mr. Tepper time wanting to have sustained excellence. As you know, we are the only NFL franchise folks that has never had back-to-back winning seasons above 500% above 500 winning percentage.
0: Mm.
1: Only one team. Every other franchise in the NFL right now has had Back-to-back winning seasons at least once, and we have not. So that right there, yeah, that's you know that's all I'm gonna say about that. Uh, I know a lot of people wanted thought wanted Herney gone, but Mr. Trevor said that Her- he thought Herney was one of the best evaluators of college talent, and he f- calls him an asset and the new position that he's creating is going to be assistant general manager and vice president of football operations. Yep. Basically this would be someone that will handle scouting the pro player personnel and let Herney focus on the college player personnel. Mm. So, uh, you know, that's just, you know, again, that's just some of the things um, that were also said today by Mr. Tupper and as far as like plans and moving forward and, You know, all these other things, you know, if any one of you guys want to weigh in on any of these, uh, any of the other things said by Tepper today.
4: Yeah, to add to that, he also did an interview with the media, you know, which is rare. You don't see owners do this a lot. So I appreciate him stepping out after having to deliver that tough news. Yeah. But again, you know, he's talking about just reiterating a lot of the things he said. He wants to add more um, and he wants to have a combination of old school toughness and grit combined with new school analytics and methods. So it's going to be interesting how he approaches this coaching and search process. You know, is he going to go with an old school head coach to maybe hire some assistants that are more young, analytical, and innovative? Is he going to go the college route? You know, he's going to follow the trends of, you know, the Rams and the Cardinals and try to find the next Sean McVay, which I please hope not. (laughs) But, you know, he can do what he wants. Mm -hmm. You know, is he going to go with a guy who I think fits that profile, like a Jim Harbaugh or a Greg Roman, who come from, you know, coaching staffs that use analytics in their system. They still have that old school grit. You know, they have experience. They've been to Super Bowls and done some good things in this league. So it'll be interesting to see how he approaches this uh, coaching search. And I'm looking forward to it. I think, you know, considering that he wants an emphasis on analytics and innovation, but combining it, I think, those two guys are strong candidates to be the next head coach. So we'll see how it goes, man.
0: Stay tuned, folks. Stay tuned. <laughs> Big changes are ahead, and it began today. I'm really glad. And I, I, I mentioned this earlier when, um, when, you know, Kevin and Larry came up with this, with this uh, idea of the four-man rush. You know, I, I, really, I really thought that we came in at, at a really good time. And I, I I still think that we came at a really really good time, because you know it's 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 very rare that you catch this chi- this type of change in a in a uh, professional sports franchise. Um, this this is this is going to be drastic drastic change. If regardless of what happens to Cam, we we are already on this on this this steamboat of change. There's no telling what's going to happen, but I know one thing. Them boys might. Them boys might ball out Sunday. It's gonna be interesting. They, they they just might ball out. So y'all make sure you act a fool down that much. <laughs> act the fool. All right. So any closing remarks? Was that it? Because if that is, then uh, we can uh, go ahead and sign up off of here, folks. Um, you know, keep keep your eyes and ears open um, for more football uh, football news on the Panthers, especially at our uh, at our website. That's uh, the uh the fourmanrush.com. That's ww.theformanrush.com. Of course you can check us up, uh check us on all our uh social media platforms, uh Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, Instagram, TikTok, Snapchat recently, yeah. Um you can cross, we can we can cross posts on that stuff, so that's great. And uh yeah, keep listening to the podcast, guys. iTunes Spotify Podbing will be on uh Libsyn and some other platforms here pretty soon, hopefully. And we can spread the love that is the Four Man Rush. So once again, thank you so much. Thank you so much. Thank you so much from on behalf of um, Kevin and Larry and Will Kenneth and you know Norris, aka Mike Allstar Jadarius. What up, Monty? You out there somewhere? I'm sure a big ass head. (laughs) Hey, and um, but yeah. Thanks, guys. We we really appreciate you guys coming on here and um, and, and engaging in in, uh, some football talk on our Panthers, man. What a day. Whether you listen to this podcast in the morning, afternoon, or evening, have a great day, take care of yourself, and as always, keep pounding.
4: Oh, yeah. You're
0: (laughs) Ha, 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 you funny, motherfucker. Ha, ha. No, just... <laughs> yeah, we good, we good, we good, we good. We good. I ain't off tomorrow. I know, that's right. <laughs> Shit, nigga, I ain't got time to recording tomorrow. Yeah, I think, nah, we good, cause We good. <laughs>